0: Hello and welcome back to Wallet Street. This is Charlotte Gee. um, And here on the pod, we talk about money news and how it affects you and different financial topics. So, as always, I wanted to give a disclaimer that the content on the podcast does not constitute legal, financial, investment, or tax advice. So, today I wanted to listen to answer a listener question. And you could submit listener questions or comments either on TikTok, LinkedIn, or via email at walletstreetpodcast at gmail.com. So I'll feature, um, you know, listener questions and comments in the show so you can send to me there. But this listener, um, who's a longtime friend of mine, uh, shout out to them. They know who they are. Uh, After my episode about setting new year money goals, mentioned that I had talked about several books in that episode that I had found helpful, and she suggested I expand a bit more on that. Um, And it's true. I do love to read and love sharing books that I found that I really like. So I thought I'd focus this episode on three books that I read last year um, that changed how I think about money. And the first is called 12 Week Year by Brian P. Moran and Michael Lennington. Um, And I'll post these links in the show notes. But this one I talked quite a bit about um, on the episode two weeks ago on New Year Money Goals. So I won't belabor the point here. But basically the gist is that the authors argue we should do away with year-long goals that that's a really long time frame. It's really hard to stay focused and consistent for that long of a time. And so instead, we should think of goals in 12-week increments. And so rather than setting these year-long New Year's resolutions type goals, I've focused um, in the last year or so on just 12-week or quarter-long goals. Um, And it's really helped me. I, I find them a lot easier to accomplish and to manage. So the second book is Atomic Habits by James Clear. This is a pretty well-known book that probably a lot of you have already heard of out there. Um, And it has a lot of different kind of productivity or self-growth kind of how to make habits that stick um, ideas. But the one I, and and there's great content in there, but the one I wanted to hone in on today is the focus on two-minute tasks. And the author talks about how When we're trying to get a habit to stick, rather than, you know, saying something like I'm going to run every day, think about what can you do in two minutes? So rather than saying I'm going to run every day, instead maybe say, okay, every day I'm just going to put running clothes on because you can get dressed within two minutes, right? So the goal is that if you just practice those two-minute habits that you'll get better at actually doing the thing you're trying to accomplish. And so, you know, you'll find that if you put on your running clothes every day, you'll probably end up going running more than if your goal is just straight out to run every day. And so I've been trying to apply this to my money tasks as well. So I used to always think that I'd wait until there was a day where I would have several hours of free time And I'd sit down and just like figure out my finances, you know, but that magical day of free time never came. You know, I was busy, everyone's busy, you're busy, you know, hours of free time don't magically appear. And if they did, I certainly wouldn't be spending them working on my finances. And my guess is probably neither would you. Um, I would personally be out with friends or reading a book or going for a run or doing something else more fun. So instead I tried to apply this two minute increment rule. Um, and you know, I don't do it every day, but I do it. I would say multiple times a week where, you know, if I have a couple of free minutes, then I think about what can I do in two minutes that, um, you know, is part of one of the financial tasks I need to get done. So It might be like checking my 401k account and just, you know, checking where that's at. Or if I have a couple extra minutes, I might give a call to my health insurance if I've been meaning to call them to ask them about, you know, coverage for a certain, um, you know, service or certain uh, procedure, Um, just things like that. And it's gotten me a lot farther than trying to sit down for like multiple hours at a time. Um, So sharing that if it's helpful for you. Now, the third book was a really cool find. Um, It's called Messy Minimalism by Rachel Crawford, and I found her Instagram profile and then kind of found her book uh, at the library. But um, she talks about minimalism, but in a way that I find much more approachable than other places I found. So, um, you know, she's not super extreme where it's like you only have to have like two T-shirts and... Um, you know, no furniture. It's much more relatable. And, you know, I found myself last year feeling like I was spending a lot of my free time just organizing stuff in my house or like trying to sort things, getting bins to sort things. And I just honestly, again, would rather spend my free time doing something else than doing that. So I started to kind of like learn a little bit more about minimalism or how to like declutter and um, Rachel's book really had some great insights. Like the reason that you're not organized is not because you don't have enough bins. It's because you have too much stuff, which I think is just a great, was like a great call out for me. And you know, she says like, if the problem were that you weren't organized and you just needed to be more organized, like you would have already figured that out by now. So the problem isn't really an organization problem. It's a stuff problem. And so, you know, it really helped take the pressure off me of feeling bad about not having things in like super cute color coded, you know, containers or like imperfectly neat piles that it's, you know, maybe I should focus more of my time on actually like, De- like getting rid of more stuff and being, um, satisfied with, with having less things. So since then I've been trying to slowly donate and get rid of more things. Um, I'm doing this 30 day challenge in January where, um, every day you get rid of, so like on day one, you get rid of one item on day two, you get of, rid of two items on day three, you get rid of three, etc. etc. until you get to day 30. So I'm currently around day 15 and it's super hard. Um, It's getting pretty challenging because, you know, you have to come up with 15 things and they can be small. But it's just really made me be a lot more aware about a lot of the stuff I have that I don't really use or don't really need or isn't extremely, like, important to me. Um, And so then I'm a little bit more aware about, like how like more stuff that I bring into the house, like being more aware of that. And, you know, am I really buying buying something because I really want it and I, or I really need it, or am I just trying to like fill a void or, you know, am I just like doing an impulse buy because I was scrolling through Instagram, um, something like that. So she's also, you know, helped take the shame, um, away around money and, and spending money in the sense that, She talks about how, you know, you're just one individual and there are thousands, if not millions of people out there and a lot of industries with a lot of money who, you know, their, their job is, is to get you to buy more stuff. And so it's okay if as an individual, we don't always like, we aren't able to always push back on that all the time. Like you're going to succumb and buy things that you probably won't need. And that's okay. Um, I think the goal is just to be more aware of it overall. So anyways, it's a long spiel, but, uh, in general, it's really made an impact on my spending. And, um, I can really see like in my bank account, I've just, my spending has gone down a lot more as I've been a little bit more, um, aware of it. And it's made me think like, rethink about like, what do I want to spend my money on? Like for me, travel is really important. Um, and I think I want to focus more of my spending there and like on experiences rather than just on, um, you know, stuff. So, Anyways, I, if you're kind of curious about like how to declutter or, or minimize a bit, I really think she, her book is, is approachable. And again, that's uh, messy minimalism by Rachel Crawford. So those are the three books and I'll um, put links in the show notes. As always, I'd love to hear from you. If there are any other books that you recommend that have helped you manage your money and finances, you can email me at walletstreetpodcast at gmail.com or send me a message on TikTok, TikTok or LinkedIn. Um, on LinkedIn, um, my name is Charlotte Gee. You can find me there. And then please don't forget to rate or review the pod. It's the best way to support the show. And I super appreciate it. It helps others find the show as well. Thanks and have a great time and see you next time.